Hello everybody! Today I'll be reading chapter 9. I'm very sorry that it has been a very long time since I have delivered an episode. A startled nurse saw Dr. Stephen Strange reel out of the broom closet into the hospital hall. He reeled even further into the wall, leaving a bloody handprint. Sir, can I help you? The nurse said. Dr. Palmer, Strange panted. Where, where is she? Sir, we need to. Where is she? Strange shouted. But, uh, the nurse's station. Strange pushed past her. He was in bad shape, and each second wasted could cost him. Christine! She ran around the counter at the nurse's station. Steve, oh my God, what? We need to get me on an operating table now, he said. It was getting harder to draw a breath. Just you. Now, I have it any time. Christine helped him through a swing door into an emergency room operating theater. She laid him on the table. What happened? Stabbed, he said. Cardiac tamponade. She started walking, peeling back his robe to get a view of the wound. What are you wearing? That was a long story. Strange didn't have time to tell. Christine tapped on his chest at various points. The chest cavity is clear. Now, he really couldn't breathe. <laughs> that fact on top of his pain made it nearly impossible for him to gasp out. The blood is in, is in the paper conscience sack. Then he felt himself slipping away, felt his overexcited hands relaxing and going limp. Dimly, he heard Christine saying, No, 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 Stephen, Stephen! As she yelled at her former friend, she's getting a siren ready to draw the blood out of the pericardial sac around his heart. If it didn't happen fast, the blood would squeeze his heart and Strange would die. And it had to happen just white. Stephen felt himself losing touch with his body. In his last moment of consciousness, that gave him an idea, a last hope. He heaved himself up and out of his body. Astral projection. His astral form hovered just above the table. He turned and saw his body on the table. Ooh, I don't look good. With a ragged wound in his chest from the Zealot space shard, Christine brought the needle to his chest, pausing. If she put it in the wrong place, it would draw blood out of the heart instead of from around it. That would be fatal. Strange couldn't help himself. Even after all he learned at Kamataj, he couldn't just let someone operate without giving his advice. Just a little higher, he said. Ah! Christine screamed and jumped away, covering her mouth with one gloved hand. Strange had forgotten that he was back in the normal world where people didn't expect things like astral projection. Please be careful with the needle. Stephen! She squeaked. Oh Lord! Oh Lord! What am I seeing? My astral body. Are you dead? No, Christine. But I am dying. He tried to say it gently, but he was in a bit of a hurry. Right, right. She gathered herself and rested the point of the needle against his skin. 
Strange showed her the exact spot, sinking his ashen fingers into his body's chest. I've, I've never seen a wound like this before, she said. The skin around the wound was cracked and grey, just like the skin around Caecilius's eyes. The space shards were weapons of the dark dimension. <gasps> what were you stabbed with? I don't know, Strange said. He watched her work, slowly drawing blood into the syringe. Then, out of the corner of his eye, he saw the actual form of one of the zealots ghosting into the room. I'm back. Um, I'm going to have to vanish now. No, I... Um, keep me alive, will you? Strange vanished from his sight and turned to face the zealot. He was the one who had stabbed him. He must have actually projected himself to escape the cloak. And to finish what he started back in the New York Sanctum, which is to kill Stephen Strange. The zealot charged and crashed into Strange. He wrestled across the operating room, floating through delicate instruments and battering each other as Christine kept slowly drawing blood from around Strange's heart. The zealot was strong, and Strange hadn't learned enough martial arts to keep up with him. He was losing the fight. They toppled over the operating table, jostling Christine again. <laughs> Actual bodies, despite their ghost-like appearances, could have small effects in the real world. Then they faced with the wall out into the hallway through a vending machine where Dr. Nick West was just getting some potato chips. Several other candies fell to the bottom of the machine. Oh, looky here. When Strange and the Zealot passed through it, Dr. West scooped them all up. What a lucky day for Nick, Strange noted bitterly. The Zealot was still getting the better of Strange Landing blow after blow. Push, push. After one stunning punch, Shinch felt his actual link to his body slipping. In the operating room, a monitor alarm went off. Shinch's body was flatlining. His heart had stopped. Christine ran to get defibrillator panels. She charged them up and shocked his heart. Trying to start it again. In the actual realm, the extra energy from the charge went off like a bomb through Steven's prediction. It blasted the luncheon zealot across the room. In the real world, equipment clanked and fell onto the floor. Steven, come on, Christine said. His heart started to beat. But slowly. He was still in danger. Shinj appeared to Christine. Hit me again! She gave a little shriek. Ew! And said, stop doing that. Up the voltage and hit me again. No, your heart is beating. On the monitor, the signal was getting stronger. Shinj knew it was beep, against beep, all beep, medical protocol beep, beep. to shock a patient again when the first shock had worked. But in the actual realm, he was still in real trouble. Just do it. He vanished just in time to avoid the zealot who was after him again. But this time, instead of trying to fight his way free, Shinge grappled with him and held on. He heard the building whine of the defibrillator. And then 
Christine shocked him again. The charge burned through Strange's astral form and into the zealot, overwhelming the aggressive projection. There was a violent flash, and then the real world's light bulbs popped and the operating room went dark. In the astral realm, the zealot's body disappeared, leaving behind nothing but burned marks on the wall. On the operating table, Shinji's body spasmed and he opened his eyes. Cassine jumped back, <gasps> still clutching the defibrillator paddles. Oh God, are you okay? He tried to lift his head. <clears throat> hey there, he said. He was alive. A little later, as she stitched his wound, Christine had got herself together enough to start getting mad. Really mad. After all this time, you just show up here, flying out of your body? She said, putting stitch tight. Yeah, I know, Shinji said. He wished he could explain everything, but how would she take it? I missed you too, by the way. I wrote two emails, but he never responded. She didn't look at him, keeping attention on the sutures she's putting in his chest. She might be mad, but she's still a phenomenal doctor. Why would I? Christine, I am so, so sorry for all of it. It felt good to say that. Whatever else happened with Kamataj and Kaisalius, Strange knew he had changed as a person. And you were right. I was a complete ass. I treated you so horribly, and you deserved so much more. Stop, she said. You, you're clearly in shock. But now she did look at him, and he saw the concern, and maybe something more in her face. I mean, what is happening? Where have you been? Well, after Western medicine failed me, I headed east, and I ended up in Kathmandu. Kathmandu? Christine rolled her eyes. <sighs> and then I went to a place called Kamataj, and I talked to someone called the Ancient One. And, oh, she said, so you joined a cult. No, I didn't. No, no, not exactly. I mean, they did teach me to tap into powers that I never even knew existed. Yeah, that sounds like a cult. He had known it would be hard to explain, but he wasn't sure what he expected from Christine. It's not a cult, he said again, thankful she wasn't outright saying he was crazy. Well, that's what a cultist would say. She was right. Shane chuckled and started to sit up. Wait, Stephen, what do you think you're doing? I'm late for a cult meeting, he said, and swung his legs off the table. He could walk with some help, and Christine guided him out into the hall. This is insane, she said. There it was, he noted. He needed to be in the hospital. Yeah, Shinj agreed. There's no point in arguing it. Where are you going? Um, he wasn't sure how to say it. Christine, as usual, cut to the chase. Just tell me the truth. Okay, Shinj thought. You asked for it. Well, a powerful sorcerer who gave himself over to an ancient entity who can bend the very laws of physics tried very hard to cure me, but I left him chained up in Greenwich Village and the quickest way back there is the dimensional gateway that I opened up in the mob closet.
She let him go and took a step back. Oh, okay, don't, don't tell me. Fine. Shinch opened the closet door. The portal still hung, sparking in midair. With the interior of the Greenwich Village Sanctum visible inside it. Christine walked up close enough to see that it was Viola. Eyes wide with astonishment, Shinch kept going. From the other side of the portal, he turned back to her. I really have to go, he said. The portal closed as she walked away into the sanctum.